0: Join me every month for the inspiration to find your finish line. Welcome everybody to Find Your Finish Line presented by Curad Performance Series, the official medical supplier of Ironman. I'm Mike Riley, and this podcast is not only about you being able to find your finish line at a race and an event, but also in life. We have to find our finish lines every day. And hopefully the guests we have on Find Your Finish Line help inspire you to keep moving forward to get to your final finish. My introduction today, I am so proud to have on the show, Chris Nickich with his dad, Nick. Chris is the 2020 Ironman Florida finisher, the first person with Down syndrome to finish a full Ironman of 140.6 miles, and he's going to attempt to do the Ironman World Championship in Kailua, Kona in October. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Good.
1: Good.
0: Hey, Chris, first off, I've got to congratulate you on your ESPY award. I want to tell you, all of the triathlon community, all of the triathlon family, which is also your family, and in Hawaii, we call it Ohana, we're so very proud of you when you got up on that stage and accepted that award. Did that feel very special to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it really means like uh, like their friends, uh, like mean, supporters and just like um, can imagine what I feel like if um, a child of that well that got counts from two years to become
0: an Ironman. Yeah, well, you know what I like best, Chris? I liked it when you got up on the stage and you started shaking your hips at the beginning of your speech. You started dancing. Huh? Yeah. Well, how, well, how come you started dancing right away? <coughs>
1: because you came from Nick.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I yeah! Yeah, <laughs> oh, you good. are. You you are a hot dancer. And wait, did you go to an after party and dance at the after party too?
1: Yeah.
0: They they all wanted your picture and your autograph, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, nothing nothing wrong with that. I always say the day they stop asking for that is the day I think we're done. So, <laughs> always enjoy a picture and an autograph. So, Chris. Tell me, you look a little tired today. Tell me about your workout today. What did you do today?
1: I did uh, four by one and then a short swim. How, stretch, how, basketball. Short, how short was your swim? Four thousand meters? Yeah, <laughs> like four thousand meters.
0: Oh, just a yeah, just a short swim, yeah. <laughs> so did you did you do it with uh, Marcus or who'd you do it with?
1: I did it with uh Marquise. All right, all
0: right. Well, the the workout regimen every day is something that you do, but when you wake up in the morning, is, is your workout on your whiteboard that's in your, in your bedroom? Yeah. So, if, can you tell me the workout you're gonna do like next Sunday too?
1: I have no idea for my next workout is, but um,
2: I just sleep in. We we take it one day at a time, Mike. <laughs>
0: Uh, Okay. One day at a time. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. That's the best philosophy there is. Well, Chris, the last time we saw each other and when I got to see, you know, your mom and dad, Nick and Patty was, uh, Ironman 70.3 Honu in Hawaii. We were staying at the same place. You did that race, but you weren't able to finish that race. What, what do you think you learned from that race in, in Kona?
1: I guess I was not prepared for
0: the wind. Well, a lot of times, Chris, don't feel bad because a lot of athletes are not prepared for that wind. Okay? So don't feel bad about that because you're gonna be able to go back there and do it again and bust through those winds, aren't you?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, with all the all the training you're doing. That's fantastic. Well, what other dreams are on your whiteboard in your bedroom that you have on there?
1: Around fancy house. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> <Me too. laughs> but it's not going to in my house. I won't it's only my life alone. Okay.
0: I know. You you gotta be by yourself, don't you, Chris?
1: Yeah.
0: Well that that's okay. That's a good good goal. Nothing wrong with that. You know what you could do after triathlon, don't you? You could probably go on stage at a comedy store and be a comedian. Do you think you could be a comedian? I think you are now.
1: Actually, I want to be an actor.
0: You want to be an actor? Yeah. Well, you know, some of the greatest actors in the world are comedians.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, what kind of, uh, when you do come through that finish line in Kona, what do you think you're going to do?
1: Um, I'm just going to do whatever it takes like, um, to cheer I
0: but you know where the best party is when you're coming uh, in to the finish line that's the best party, and then you can stay and watch people that come in after you've finished it it's It's a beautiful thing so Chris with you know what do you want others to how do you want others to treat you with you have Down syndrome, you know how people have treated others with what you have? How do you want people to treat you and talk to you?
1: <clears throat> I just want people to just, like, treat me with, like, kindness. But, like, most importantly, like,
2: love. Mike, can I answer that question, too? Yeah. yeah. So Chris and I went to a movie last night. And the guy's fumbling uh, to buy, give us a ticket. And finally I said, what are you doing? And he said... Well, I'm trying to find a discount for for a disability. And I said, a disability for what? He said, well, for your son. I I said, my son just did an Ironman. He doesn't have a disability. And he looked at me very strangely. And so to your question, I want people treating him like everybody else. And I want him to earn and show people that individuals with Down syndrome, while they may have some challenges, they're very capable of achieving even things like iron man and so much more and that's what we would like for people to view chris like as someone who is just like them
0: and nick one of the things that got to me most at iron man florida was the community the the parents with children with down syndrome who never really believed that this was happening i i think they probably thought we, and they came online to watch or they, a lot of people came there and that had to not be a surprise to you, but be, be very gratifying that they, they came out of the woodwork and go, OK, wait a minute. We're hearing that there's a there's a 19 year old 20 old going to do Iron Man Florida with Down syndrome. We don't believe that. That had to be amazing to you.
2: It, it really is. And that's exactly right. Uh, what Chris is doing is he's changing the script and the narrative to say that it's possible. And once you plant that seed in people's minds, initially with the parents and then the community and then individuals like Chris, then truly anything is possible. And I think as Chris continues his journey with Ironman, with the marathons coming up, he's going to do all the major marathons around the world. Uh, The whole purpose of that is to get him out there and let people see him and see that he really is a young man with Down syndrome Um, no different than their kids. Uh, The difference being he has worked his way uh, into that conversation and he is creating a world of possibilities for others like him.
0: Chris, do you know or do you think what mental toughness is? What is it, Chris?
1: I think it's like pain versus gain. So like uh, Whenever I sit on the uh, the back seat, it uh, goes through like massive pain for like eight hours. And it's kind of like, I just can't stand this no more. And then um, I did a swift bike trailer. And then I said, I see for like some hours. And it's like still causing pain. And then I go, Dad, and then, Dad, can you go to me? <laughs> And he's like, how about this? How about I come in there, and then you just do like, um, one this, one serve that, and then one serve that, and then, like, I do that, <clears throat> and then my pain comes, and then uh, I go back to him again, and then I'm like, Dad, can you go to me? And he's like, okay. And then he goes to me again. And then he just, like, puts it on the cool down, and then, and then he's like, son, you have enough. In other hurts, but you gotta do this cool down, go to stretch, and then go get to party and you can eat anything you want. And Chris,
2: do you, okay. and do you ever quit? Oh. Nope.
0: That's mental toughness right there. And and Nick, probably, what, over the last 18 to 24 months, you know, you've heard the adage in triathlon, you know, it's 95% mental, 5% physical, you know, whatever the, the correlation is. But that probably had to be not only your biggest hurdle, but your biggest, biggest success with Chris on building that mental toughness, wasn't it?
2: It was, because he didn't have that before, and people ask that all the time. How did Chris build so much motivation, so much mental toughness not to quit when everything around him told him he should quit? Uh, and the answer to that is um, he and I work very closely together, and using this 1% better mindset, we actually built his mind to be so tough and so strong that no matter how painful something was, he would always revert back to his dream, And he would always know that he could do just one more. And so we built a daily habit of saying just one more. And when you get into that mindset and you spend two years every day doing just one more, when you get to Ironman and you're at mile 13 and every muscle and bone in your body is screaming to quit, in Chris's mind, he has two things that keep him going. One is his dream. He will never let the fake pain Uh, take away and overcome his dream. And number two, he always knows he can do one more. And so from 13, one more was 14, then 15. And by the time he got to 20, he knew he was close and he knew he just needed to do one more. And so that's really the secret for Chris. He has a big dream. He doesn't quit. And he knows he can always do one more. So he has got an unbelievably tough mindset.
0: So many... Athletes and triathletes, Chris, should learn from you on the mental because what happens, a lot of them fall down because they don't have that mental toughness or it goes away. So it's good to see that you're a leader with that. Chris, how do you – there's so many young children out there that just love you, buddy. They. They, they love what you do. They look up to you. I had a young uh, lady with Down syndrome come up to me at Ironman Coeur d'Alene just last month and asked me if I knew you. And I said, no, I don't know who he is. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I said, yeah. I said, yes, I know Chris Nickich. And you were her hero. And she was telling me she was going to do the Special Olympics because of you, Chris. That must make you feel good, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. How good? Um like one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And yeah. and do you like do you like speaking to uh children? Yeah. What do you what do you tell them?
1: I tell them just like the one percent and just like um work hard and just like eat more and then like whenever it's fake pay, does Remember. Super proud.
0: Now you you have other goals in life too. You love basketball. Who's your favorite player?
1: Donners.
0: Uh, you also I heard you're taking up the game of golf. You like playing golf? Yeah. Why?
1: Cause I that's the art can fire and snark. Well, what Because <laughs> you can beat me every
2: you day. You know what?
0: Yeah. yeah you know, the more and more, Chris, we talk. I think you like telling stories, don't you?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, my dad,
1: like, makes bad shots in golf. Uh, <laughs> and then he misses shots in basketball. And then just like, beat him every time. And then like I And you beat him. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> like, like, all night.
0: Do you want to be a pro golfer
1: after triathlon? Yeah. I want, yeah. Um, I want to be a pro golfer.
0: Hey, Chris, what's, what's the hardest thing for you about a triathlon?
1: Um, it's kind of like the bike. But tell us, tell um, us why. Yeah. Um, it's the um, the pain in the seat. But I really love the Swim and the wrong.
0: Hold on, everyone. We'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. Even after 40 years on the microphone at thousands of events, welcoming hundreds of thousands of athletes to the finish lines, I am still in awe by the incredible endurance of each and every athlete and what you display. The physical exertion, the sweat and the challenges you put your body through deserve a level of support that match your dedication. As the official medical supplier for the Ironman U.S. Series, Curiad Performance Series lineups of wraps, tapes, bandages, supports, and braces give you, the serious athlete and weekend warriors alike, the optimal support needed to keep moving, including new FAR infrared kinesiology tape technology, which reduces energy made through body heat. Back to targeted areas to help you heal faster and enhance performance. So don't you let sprains and muscle pain hold you back. Recover smarter and shop the entire Cure Ad Performance Series on Amazon. Nick, just so, because so many people are being introduced uh, about Down syndrome and he, he, you know, Chris couldn't walk till he was, what, four years old. It took years to ride a bike. And it's the things like like balance, obviously, is one big factor. That's why it's... He can't ride an aero bike. Uh, ex- explain to us about the, the riding of that bike and what you've tried to overcome to make sure the times are a little faster on the bike.
2: Sure. So the, the balance makes it so difficult to learn. But what we learned is that if we're patient with him and we help him build a strong foundation, he could build on that. So it took us six months to teach him how to actually ride a bike. And once he could ride on his own 100 yards, 200 yards, then, you know, we went to 300 yards and 400 and eventually a mile and two and three. Um, and balance is still a problem because it doesn't take much to get distracted and, and lose a little focus and whatever. And so he would fall. So he's fallen a total of four times since he started riding his bike three years ago. Um, the last time was at Ironman Florida almost nine months ago. Mm-hmm. He fell during the race. And he hasn't fallen since because we've learned how to teach him, right? We've learned how to develop his skill set and his balance uh, by building it a little bit at a time through repetition and continuous movement. Now Chris, um, you know, goes up and down Sugarloaf, which is a 13-14 degree incline, which is pretty, uh, pretty steep on the way down, and he's learned how to handle the brakes and the gears. Uh, and when he gets to kind of the the middle of the down cycle on on Sugarloaf, he'll let it go and I've seen him get his speed up to 25 30 35 miles an hour Wow and still maintain phenomenal speed on flataways he'll get it up to 25 28 miles an hour uh, when he's going full speed and he's in perfect control uh, and so part of it has been the uh, you know getting the bikes right you know Ventum has been wonderful to us they help him design the right bike for him they got him a, uh, a gravel bike with wide handlebars and much better balance, and so it's a, it's little things like that that we've learned every step of the way, and mostly it's because Chris is willing to just do over and over again um, and learn, and now he's got the skill set. He can ride a bike um, pretty effectively. He can easily cruise 15 to 20 miles an hour uh, on flataways, and and I think he's going to be just fine at Kona. So uh, the goal is for him to just continue getting better so that he doesn't fall, uh, and he does build that skill set to be able to balance.
0: Right, right. Chris, do you like going fast on the bike? Yeah. <laughs> well, I I, ho- I hope that butt's not sore when you get done with the ride. I can tell you that right now. But but uh, you you do you like your your coaches? Do you like working out with people?
1: Yeah.
0: Why? What do they push you? Yeah. Do you ever get mad at them? No. Nah. No, good for you. You don't get mad at your coach. A lot of athletes out there get mad at their coaches because they think they push them too hard. So what do you, what do you think, when you finish in, in Kona, which I truly believe you can get that done and finish in Kona, uh, what would you want to do next?
1: I want to do uh, uh, not know. That's cool.
0: Oh, Cozumel. Ironman Cozumel? Yeah. By the way, w- w- who's your favorite... Professional triathlete, Chris.
2: Um, uh, who'd you tell me before? That, yeah, that,
0: who's one of your pro favorites? What
2: woman was your favorite. I would say uh, Susan, Susan Haig and Lucy Charles. That's
0: it. What about the guys, the men?
2: No, no, not really. Not really.
0: <laughs> well, what if what if Jan Ferdino, world champion, gold medalist, came up to you to meet you? Would you want to meet him? Yeah, Yeah. okay, that's good, because you, you want to you be able to meet your, your top pros in the sport. They can give you a lot of inspiration. Hey, Nick, what, was it a tough decision on, or, or trying to figure out of what the chemistry would be of putting a team together to help train Chris?
2: Yeah, that's a tough thing, because um, most people don't have the opportunity to get to know someone like Chris, and so everything they've done their entire life has trained him to think a certain way. And the biggest challenge we've had Mm -hmm. is finding people who will understand that Chris is different and he needs a different approach. And that's been our biggest challenge is finding people who um, are used to doing things one way their entire life and then all of a sudden they've got to do something a little bit different. So um, I continue to stay heavily involved in everything from his training to um, all that because I'm training Chris but I'm also training everybody around him um look in all fairness you you know when you're like Hector Torres and you're a good triathlon coach and you're used to doing things a certain way uh but that approach doesn't work with Chris right it's not his fault he's a nice guy he's he's a a well-informed coach uh Dan Grieb who's his guide right who through intensity you know has been able to tackle Ironmans and he's got this next level of intensity well Chris is not like that Chris doesn't have that intensity Uh, Chris is sweet. He's happy. He wants to have fun. And so when you said about pushing him, we don't push him. We, we just, we progress slowly. We, you know, Chris mentioned earlier, negotiation, Chris and I negotiate all the time, right? Because he'll tell me how he's feeling and what's working, what's not working. And then uh, the negotiation is his way of uh, providing input into where he's at and what we need to do. And so I listened to him carefully where other coaches might be a little too intense and say, no, we got to get our workout done. And I say, no, we don't. We have to, you know, keep his mindset correct. And if, and if, you know, he's not ready for that or he doesn't want to do it, we don't need to push him through it because he doesn't think like me and you. So yeah. yes, it's been a, a pretty intense uh, time and a difficult challenge. And uh, you know, we're fortunate. We have a lot of wonderful people who are willing to help uh, and they're willing to listen. And we've been able to, build an amazing team around him, people who absolutely love him, who care for him, and who are willing to invest time and effort to help him succeed. So uh, we've been blessed unbelievably, and, and we're seeing that blessing spread to a lot of other people throughout Florida uh, and hopefully around the world because we're getting a lot of people calling us asking how can they help, how can they volunteer, and how can they find someone like Chris to go help?
0: Well, it has. You, you Chris, your family, has been an inspiration to everybody. And it's it, what I call a... a a natural inspiration came out of almost nowhere. Everybody have, has been, you know, introduced or seen or, or met uh, people with Down syndrome, young boys, young girls, adults, uh, and nobody ever really knew how do, we, uh, how do we talk to them, how do we hand, how do we do this, you want to, you know, but it's all based, what I love about this, it's all based on love, wow. and Chris, you're a loving person. And uh, I think you love triathlon because it makes you feel good, doesn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, why 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 do you think it makes you feel good?
1: Because someone just threw uh, push their pins for me, and I, I. around with like lots of people, that's, like,
2: um, it's because of the community. And Mike, that's it in a nutshell. The you know, yeah. People, the birthday party, the community, people including him and other things. From the very first triathlon we went to, people were welcoming, and, and Chris saw it as an opportunity to get involved and really be around people, and people were wonderful. And uh, He associates Iron Man to the community, to the people, and to the fun associated around that, the parties, the get-togethers. And he's going to see the same thing when we go to uh, the New York City Marathon and others. He's going to see the same kind of community um, where you know he'll be able to enjoy the company of people. And I think that's all our kids want, is they want to be included in the community, um, they, they want to be given a chance, and they just want to Enjoy the friendships that we all enjoy.
0: So, Chris, how do you say "family" in Hawaiian? I don't <laughs> I'm going to teach you now, and will you promise me you'll remember?
1: Yeah.
0: Ohana, say it after me. Ohana. Ohana. Ohana is family in Hawaii, and you know you're a family member. You're like a brother to everybody. You're like a son to so many people. You're like a nephew to so many people. And we love seeing you compete, uh, Chris, and we're gonna love seeing you compete in Kona. And And I gotta bring this up because it was amazing in 2020, the last event I had done was March of 2020, was Ironman New Zealand, came home, and you know what happened right after that, March 10th, 11th. And then we all, everything was canceled, canceled postponed the whole deal and I never really thought Iron Man Florida was going it was it was not even in my mind of going because who thought and we knew after that there wasn't any events after Iron Man Florida it was almost like a divine intervention it was almost like uh, you know God was talking to us or, or anybody else's higher power whoever that may be that it was designed this way and between us one of the number one reasons I got on that plane to come to Ironman Florida was because of Chris, uh, because I wanted to see something that I never thought was possible, and I think that was for everybody else. And you had to feel of that too, Nick. That why Florida? That it's not like he was entered in any other races, and you entered a year before, didn't you?
2: Yeah. So look, and I kept telling everybody, you know, throughout the, the whole thing, because everybody kept saying it was going to get canceled. And I'm, I'm a you know deep deep seated faith. I believe in God. Um, I'm trying to teach Chris that as well, that, you know, that he has gifts that God chose him to make a difference. And I tell people, you know, you can believe in coincidences, but I said there was one Iron Man race in the world in 2020 and it was the one Chris was signed up for and it wasn't going to get canceled. Um, and, um, and then when, when everybody said, yeah, but the ocean is going to be too rough. And I said, don't yeah. worry, God will calm it down for Chris that day. Yeah, but other, I said, don't worry. If this was meant to be, it'll happen, uh, and it happened. And and I do believe it was an opportunity. I think, um, you know, Chris really, you, you know, whether you believe or not, right? You know, we all have our own uh, perspective on things. We believe that God gave Chris this opportunity, he gave him the gifts, he gave him the strength, he gave him the wonderful people around him, the angels to help him. Um, and I think, um, you know, it's we owe it um, to. Um, Uh, to be thankful to God for the gift, to go out and share it with others, uh, whether they believe it or not, and just be a good example uh, on what's possible and what's good in the world. And so uh, I think Ironman Florida was that. It was an opportunity for Chris to um, get up on the world stage. And and I think it's the beginning of that. I I think God's got a bigger plan for him than that.
0: Oh, probably no doubt about that. So Chris, what, what would you want to tell everybody listening right now and what kind of positive message do you, would you like to give them? I want to hear that.
1: I just want to say, like, um, have the kids, who does like, they super proud and does like, have fun with it and just get represent. That's it. Have fun
2: with it and get 1% better.
0: Always. Have fun and one percent better. Did you have fun today?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what, what, what was the funnest part about your day today? Because he works and I have
2: fun. Yeah. And
0: you, your dad goes to work and then you're on your own, huh? Yeah. You, you like that, don't you?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah have, you know. Like where I work and he has fun, right? He goes to the gym, he gets to run, he gets to swim, and I have to work. And so he's got the better part of the deal.
0: Hey, Chris, I want your life, okay? hey do you by the way chris do you own an aloha shirt do you have people call it a hawaii shirt but it's an aloha shirt do you own a you know you'll have to get one to go to kona i could i have like 50 of them in my closet from old kona races i could send you one i've watched it it's okay.
2: We'll get you one. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Do you want to tell yeah. Mike, are you going August 21st? I'm going to Alabama. Alabama. For what? What's in
0: Alabama?
1: I got hot tea.
0: Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and I'll bet you she's a blonde. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to
2: a gala, black tie affair.
0: Oh, you, by the way, you dress up well. So that, that's okay. That's a, that's <laughs> a good thing. And, uh, uh, Nick, who, who does all of his social media? who's, who's been do, that you do, you do it all? We do it together.
2: All, we talk about it, you know, and we discuss the day. He does some of it. I do some of it. He reads everything. He responds to just about everything. Um, and we, we just talk about it. It's his inspiration until he started seeing the comments on social media from parents with other kids with Down syndrome. Until that point, it was really about him and his dream. But that actually triggered something else in his mind. And he now knows through all those interactions that there's something bigger here that he's doing. And, and he and I talk about that all the time. Um, we talk about his gifts. We talk about his mission. And you know, my job is to help educate him and prepare him to be the person I think he was meant to be and to be out there to make a difference you know, long after we're all gone.
0: I r- beautiful. I, I I believe that wholeheartedly. So how can how can people find you? What's the best way, especially if they wanna talk to you if their child has Down syndrome, or they just want to learn about how do they find you guys?
1: Um just go to Chris Nickels on my website. Yeah.
2: Best way to reach us is through the best, website. That's
0: the best way, okay. Okay. Hey, how cool is it, Chris, that you've got your own website?
2: Uh, huh?
1: It's
0: kind of, like, pretty awesome, yeah. Pretty awesome. Do you look at it every day? Yeah. All right. And you see all the messages, huh? Yeah. It's pretty important, isn't it? Yeah. I'll, I'll bet. So, Chris, you're a very positive person. I love your mental toughness. Uh, you are a part of the Iron Man family. Always remember that. I know when you get in the water, you're a little bit scared. Everybody is Everybody is scared when they get in the water.
2: No, not Chris.
0: No, not you? No. You Are you kidding with me? Are you fooling with me? No. Yeah, he's,
2: he's, swim is the easiest
0: uh, part. That's the easiest part, huh? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Chris, I can't wait to see you in Kona. Okay, buddy?
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right. When we get there, I want to see you wearing your Aloha shirt. Will you promise me that? Okay. All right. Go get some rest. They must have had you must have had a tough workout today. You made me feel guilty. I'm gonna go work out now.
2: I kept him out late last night. We went to a movie, didn't get home till eleven. Ugh. And then he had an easy workout today. Just like I said, a four mile run and four thousand meter swim. That's an easy day for him.
0: Ah, oh, that is an easy day for but him. It's a long oh. week. You
2: know, he ran twelve miles a couple days ago. He did a, a big workout yesterday you know big workout today so he's getting tired you
0: know yeah yeah and i can see and
2: then right two days of rest two days of rest yeah we're going to go do some
0: fun stuff this week all right hey chris do me a favor and say hello to your mom for me too okay all right, all right guys thank you very much love you uh thanks for your time and uh chris what is family in hawaiian all right, okay. all right. We'll see you on the big island. Aloha, Chris. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Mike. Thank you again to Chris and Nick Nickage for being on the show and to all of you for tuning in to find your finish line presented by Ed Performance, the official medical supplier of Ironman. I'm Mike Riley, your host, and you know what? You've always got to make sure you try to find your finish line out there, everybody. And if you want to give us a review of our podcast, please do. We'd love to hear from you on how we're doing. So thank you again for being with us. And as always, my warmest aloha.